0: Our scripture reading comes from Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city. It shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in an uproar. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Be still and know that I am God. I'm exalted among the nations. I'm exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge.
1: Good evening. As many of you know already, when you get a message from Carrie that starts, you can say no. You know you're gonna squirm a little bit before you actually say yes. And so, here I am out of my comfort zone, but hoping that by sharing a part of my life's journey tonight that it may have some meaning to you. Speaking of my times of brokenness is not really the task that makes me most uncomfortable. The challenge is my awareness of the times of wilderness that so many of you have experienced and shared, and the realization that without you modeling for me so capably and guiding me so compassionately that I certainly would not have a story of faith to tell. So I want to simply start by saying thank you. This wasn't supposed to happen already. Thank you to those of you that have been on my journey for such a long, long time. And thank you as well to those of you who have more recently become my spiritual, God-sent spiritual heroes. My times of brokenness have primarily been times of loss. I felt broken when at the age of 12, my dad was diagnosed with terminal cancer. After a couple of very difficult and painful years for him and my family, he passed away. I don't remember having much of a prayer at that time only that at the end it was so difficult to watch my dad suffering that I guiltily prayed that it be over. Again I felt broken and quite terrified when just a few months later my mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer. She passed away five grueling years after her diagnosis. I believe then my prayers became very selfish, as I just wanted to be carefree and have rebellious fun like all the other college teens in the early 70s. Having lost my grandparents during the same time frame and then becoming the guardian of a mentally challenged adult brother, uh, my world was a bit overwhelming at the age of 21 and far from being carefree and fun. At this point, I think I went into some sort of self-prescribed survival mode, and my relationship with God was not a close one. Although my desperate prayers continued, they were very short and very demanding. And at that young age, just to complicate everything a little bit more, thinking I had the solution to my fear of being alone, I chose to marry someone. Someone who came with his own stash of emotional losses and issues. We were both in crisis mode, and I was sure I could fix both of us. All through those turbulent years, I did have an amazing support system, and I innocently thought that I had something to do with creating it. I prayed for help, but with no awareness or appreciation of the help being sent. An example I had been given as a child was watching my dear grandmother turn to her Bible, her faith-filled prayers, and her meditation time. I thought if I prayed often enough and hard enough, surely God would rescue me. What I didn't recognize was how God was, indeed, caring for me. There are too many grace-filled stories for me to tell of friends, neighbors, teachers, and strangers who God put in my path to carry me through these years. I always had just enough support to handle any situation that confronted me, but I also had the false and spiritually immature impression that I had personally developed some sort of capacity for survival that enabled me to go on. Flash forward some 30 years, and my most difficult loss occurred. After a 28-year marriage, during which time we raised two sons, who were then successfully advancing through their college careers, my husband decided to end our marriage. Now, this was indeed the event that broke me. My self-declared powers to survive failed me. This wilderness was much darker than the losses of my spiritually naive past. I hit rock bottom, as the saying goes. When stripped of all emotional security as I had known it, I finally realized I had no way of working through this very dark place without divine guidance. It was then, at the age, uh, at the you'd think I'd know better age of 48, that I turned my whole existence over to God. And it was then that I caught a glimmer of his amazing grace, a real authentic understanding of Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. During this long and fearful time, I received abundant gifts of grace, a cozy place to live, a therapist with an endless supply of tissues, and just the right questions to make me think about some difficult truths. A teaching job that became a great monopolizer of spare hours, a church that provided surrogate family support, self-help books galore, friends that prayed for me and with me, and lots of people to teach me to integrate this agonizing pain into my life story and walk forward. With the guidance of so many and the strong arm of God around me at all times, I started out on this healing journey, a time during which I actually learned to celebrate and anticipate future joy. The journey involved a new prayer, at first just simply asking for the desire to pray again, but not the kind of prayer from my youth when I just wanted God to listen to me and rescue me and do it quickly in my way. I started listening and watching and accepting that God knew what I needed, when I needed it, and who was best to deliver it. And it was during this time of need and brokenness that I recognized the true source of any healing progress I may make. A priority and extreme challenge during that time was how I could restore the emotional welfare of my sons who had understandably been just as devastated. So for the sake of their healing, I prayed for the desire to forgive. I hoped that by my modeling of forgiving behavior, they could perhaps establish new and healthy relationships in their own lives. With this goal in mind, I prayed that I be given a spirit of forgiveness. And I prayed for God to forgive me for being so blind and so resistant to His way for so long. Forgiveness is definitely a key component of my healing story. It's been 18 years since this very dark time, and I can gratefully say that my sons and Their dad and I share a caring and respectful relationship. We are still family. We're configured differently, but family still. Now, I wish I could close this reflection tonight by declaring that I have mastered being an exemplary Christian. I know how to do it, but that's not true at all. I still journey and I still stumble around bends in the path. What I do know now that I didn't know when I first encountered some big life challenges is that if I listen and if I watch and if I am diligent in prayer and if I'm willing to receive God's grace-filled guidance, I will find the way one step at a time Without the darkness that I experienced, I know that I would not feel the deep gratitude for the light that I have today. And without the brokenness, I could not appreciate the wholeness I now enjoy. There will surely be more times of darkness. This is not pessimism. It's just an acceptance of the life that we've been promised. I will just as certainly need to remain rooted in a community of faith employing the difficult lessons of my past and rest in the assurance that through God and by faith in him, hope and love can be restored. And for this, I say thank you and amen.